What's going on, everybody? Like I start every episode off, how are you? You good? Glad to hear it. It's me, Dane Allen, Uptown Jordan Brown. It's Jordan Brown on Instagram and Twitter. And I want to say welcome to the latest episode of It's Your World Podcast. Notice I left out the other nicknames. Just wanted to try something different. Um, Thank you for checking out last week's episode with my guest, Alan Ford. He's a return guest. We had him on the show when I first started earlier. Uh, and I was bringing him back mainly just to see where he had um, grown to. And as a comic one, also in a uh, show promoter and, and a show producer. That was his first show that he ever produced that we had a couple of weeks ago at DZ Records. And he was um, you know, gracious enough to be like, hey, man, you know, I want to have you on the show with me. So would you join? And I'm like, hey, man, I'll be on. Um, we have been talking about that show. That show, <laughs> I think he mentions it on the um, last episode. He's been talking about that for like three years, you know, just playing that out. And that just goes to show you like the plan that people put together. They set a goal and they want to reach it. You know, you watch a comic grow on stage. Not only do you watch him grow on stage, you watch him grow putting together his own production and his own his own special. He is actually the first comedian that I know that really just put on his own special. Just you watched him do it, you know. Um, as I've been in comedy for almost, what, three years now, it's really interesting to see people take those leaps and everything. And I haven't done that yet, so that's something I'm going to put on my um to-do list and my goals, you know, in the future. And I want to say, hey, man, I commend you for um, doing that. And thank you for letting me be on that show. I think we had a good turnout. A lot of people came through, check it out, you know, to basically just give us a little bit of support. You know, you can appreciate that. But I don't know, man. You just uh, you appreciate it when people come out and support your show. You appreciate it when they come out and support your talent, your work, the hard work and effort that you put into writing. And, you know, making shit funny. So, thanks, Alan, for being on the podcast. And also, thank you for letting me on the show with you, bro. Um, this week's guest is a group of kids that I know from not only uh, my little sister, but, you know, they're practically somewhat family. They're close. Um, you watch kids grow up from little shorties, you know. You like one of the oldest kids. And as you're one of the oldest kids, you kind of, you get like a, you, you, you get like, I don't know if it's a chip on your shoulder, but a sense of like pride and stuff like that, that you, you know, you're, you're the hair honcho for a time and everybody's watching you grow up and everybody's watching you do your thing and you are in a limelight. And it was a certain time where it was almost a shift for me, a shift for me and my family where, you know, I was an athlete, you know, doing those type of things and growing and, you know, being in the newspaper and being talked about online and everything like that. And then you go to see like your younger siblings grow and they do different things and they are building on something, their talent. You know, they're building on their interests, you know, from my little sister who's doing, you know, fashion and my stepsister Kai who's doing 
a little bit of everything, you know, she's a, she's a, a MC, she's a rapper, she sings, you know, that whole group of kids were starting out at the choir academy, we talk about that in this episode, my guest Demetrius, who's an R&B singer, or, you know, I'm actually, I'm going to just say he's an artist, because the man is talking about doing a lot of different things in the future, he's putting together a lot of different projects, and one huge project that he's working on right now, and I really just, um, I really appreciate him for coming on the show and sharing not only what he's working on, but sharing who he is. And again, watching this kid grow up and seeing him at the choir academy and being like, hey, man, y'all are putting a lot of work into what y'all doing right now. Like the whole preparation to build something up and to put on a choir academy production, a show. I don't even know what you a performance. You know, I remember being a shorty and uh, leaving school and being like, okay, I got to go to school. I can't do this because I'm going to go see my little sister's performance uh, here or there. You know, she was all over the place, too. Like, I was with athletics. She was doing her um, creativity thing with music. And um, now I'm moving into a whole fashion design thing where she's actually, you know, making a name for herself in that. And I think Demetrius... Um, I think they had met, I think he says in an episode, maybe sixth or seventh grade. It might have been around that time. Um, it's been a while since I um, listened to the interview, but, you know, he's, he's uh, a young man that is working on something very, very big. And it's cool to see his post, not even on social media, but just um, the depth and the... It's like you get a vibe from what he's putting out, and he's being more vulnerable. And I think that's one of the things that he really talks about in this interview is how, you know, being an artist and being an, a singer is one thing, but being an artist that wants to be vulnerable, that wants to invoke feelings, that wants to make you think and different things like that, you got to appreciate that. Um, he really just, he's really, I don't know, he's really growing as an artist. And I thought it would be cool to have him on the show, not only just to give him props because you see someone growing into an individual and you see them putting in a lot of effort and time and work into what they're doing as far as him with singing and his artistry and everything like that. And he had been doing that since he was a kid and keep doing that to go into it, do it professionally. You know, that's really, um, it's really dope, man. Um, so I wanted to have him on to discuss a few things and just, uh, catch up in a way because you know one of um the main things that you can do is not only just give back but i think like show appreciation and we talk about that in this episode too is just saying how you know they were kids and he had to prepare they had to put together something pretty big for the shows that they were doing you kind of just you think to yourself all right he's built this discipline up to be able to do certain things as far as the art and the music is concerned and to continue to do that well on until adulthood is really um it's really dope and to see someone pursue their dream and that's what this is all about man you know letting people talk about the the dreams that they're living and the the dreams that they're pursuing or the or the dreams i think i said living already that they're in you know you kind of like you have to really appreciate that um, but I don't know, man. So we're getting to the tail end of the intro, and I don't want to start rambling. I just want you guys to sit back and enjoy this episode. Um, again, thank you for all the likes on the post on Instagram. Thank you for the likes and stuff on uh, Twitter. 
you know, uh, tell a friend about the show. If you're listening to this and you think it'll be dope for somebody else, let them know. And if you think um, you know someone that you might want to have on the show, send me an email at yourworldpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also follow the page on Instagram and Twitter at itsyourworldpod underscore. And, um, yeah, do that. DM me about who you think you want to hear on the show or see on the post in IG. If you have somebody that you think has talent, you have somebody that you think is working on something pretty amazing, let them know. Reach out to me, and then we can get them on the show. But uh, other than that, hope you guys enjoy. Appreciate it again. Don't forget to subscribe and review if you're listening on iTunes, the podcast app. You can also find us on SoundCloud. And, um, yeah. Let me know what you think. And check us out on Facebook as well. It's your real podcast too. Like that page. Um, share it. Tell a friend. Do all that good stuff. Alright guys, let's get into the show. singing and in art and that whole creative you mm-hmm. know that that wasn't really what football was about for me yeah, but I used yeah. to go watch y'all see when y'all was in yeah, grade school yeah, I used yeah. to go to those shows and be like man they really up there doing this and like this music is great or if I could make it I would be there um, or even just like me and Jaleesa talking and hearing her sing around the house and everything yeah. like that and watching that whole creative thing and I did get into chorus uh, later on in high school, like my senior year or so, and just to like s- see what it was like, not only to see y'all sing, mm-hmm. like going to show, but you look at this preparation. So it's like, yeah, oh y'all were doing work. <laughs> no, definitely. Like every time, like yeah, that's the work. That's but the, yeah, but wow. like kids, though. wow, yep, like grade school kids. That's yeah. that. That's that. Dis- I, I really feel like it's the discipline, like from school, mm-hmm. from them being like, "This is what we expect." Right. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. And I'm already recording now, so we can keep on oh, going. Yeah. But nah, I don't know if you want to go by Demi or. Um, De- uh, so De- Demi Truist is my is my artist name. Okay. Um, and it, uh, but I go by you know De- Demi is cool. Right. Um. Some, Introduce yourself, man. <laughs> well, so I am uh, most. I'm Demi Truist. I go by Demi for short. Um, a lot of people think it's uh, 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 Demetrius is my first name. Right. But the uh, funny story: my grandma spelled my name wrong, like on my uh, uh, birth certificate. And, but my so so my dad has the same name as me except he's a senior. Okay. Um, except his name is actually spelled Demetrius. Mm-hmm. My name is spelled Demetrius. Okay. So it's like this weird thing. It's like I'm not. I'm technically I'm not a junior. What? Right. 
but yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> but, it is what it, but, that, but that's but that's why my artist name. That's why I did that. That's mm-hmm. why it's a D E M E and then truest because it forces people to say uh, Demetrius. Right. Um, so I have to phonetically like spell it out and do that just to okay. do that. So, but yeah, Demi is good too. It's like a fun, it's like a thing that I never really talked about before because I used to be embarrassed about it. Like, man, my name is spelled wrong. Like, what the f-? you know? Like, but now it's like something that I embrace. Okay, well, I mean, it happens. People have told me that you know, or to say it. It's oh. that's not usually how you spell Jordan. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like, Jordan. Yeah, right. That's what people say. <laughs> but uh, you know, when you got it, like you say, you got to pay knowledge, Jordan. It's like, oh, okay, well. Yeah. All right. Thank you. <laughs> right. But no, I wanted to have you on the show. And then you guys probably heard earlier that we were just talking. And the the main reason, like I said, I wanted to have you on is one, to talk about your art and the work that you're putting out right now. Because mm-hmm. you seem so excited about it. It seems like it means a lot to you just mm-hmm. from going through like the SoundCloud page and mm-hmm. watching the social media posts and everything. How you just saying like how much some stuff means to you when yeah. you're putting it out. Like that is very interesting to see somebody starting out and then not even just starting out it's like I've known you for years you know so that's the thing for me it's like wow like you watching someone really fall in love with what they're doing mm-hmm. and how did you get to that point um, because it seems like a lot of a lot of everything that you've put out lately I think the last project uh, what, what was it uh, it's called Redirected Redirected um you had a single or yeah. did you put out I, I, so 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 the 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 idea of like putting this music out like I've always wanted to make music mm-hmm. um but I sat down with my best friend from uh from 5th grade Darcy mm-hmm. and I was like you know what I want to put out some some music but I don't want to give too much away at one time I wanted to put out short projects mm-hmm. Um, and so I decided that I would do a trilogy. Okay. And so Redirected is part one of the trilogy. All right. Um, Direction is the second part, which will be coming out um, in July sometime. Okay. And then um, Destination is the last part of it. Wow. Um, I've yet to write all of these things. But I, you I have, just planned and everything. I planned yeah. it out. I knew that I wanted it to be like, um, like a self uh, discovery project like getting to know self so that's where this is and that's from. where this comes from because I feel like I'm only able to make music that I believe in that I love that I rock with because because I'm getting to know who I am you know which is why I feel like that's the coolest thing about being alive and being a human is like it's the human experience like I have to keep reminding myself that that like Sadness, anger, you know, all these emotions, like, it's not you specific to me. You I'm, not, like, it's like, I'm not the only person who goes through these things. Like, everybody else does, too. And, like, the more that I try to alienate myself or not feel put, certain yeah, You know what I mean? Be like, oh, I don't, I don't do that. I don't do this. I don't do you. It's like, you lying. Because I do it. So I know you do it, too. <laughs> like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, we're, you know, yeah, we have different cultures, but we're all the same. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, as, as, as far as like how we, how we feel things, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, that's, I feel like that's something that I'm still kind of like reminding myself of every day. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, yes, this did happen on the other side of the world, but you know what I mean? It still happened. And like, you may meet somebody five years later who, um, 
was a part of like you know something that happened in London. Right. You might be meeting them five years later. Like and, you're like, wow, I read about I that. I remember when this happened. That's crazy. That yeah. happened to you. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Instead of like having that reaction when you meet them five years later, you can have a reaction of being like, yes, like I sent some like great positive energy out vibes for y'all. Like I felt you when this was happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like something like that. Or yeah. even just the idea that. Like you said, we all the human experience mm-hmm. and those feelings and those emotions and everything that you know, everybody kind of feels those things. And even like you said, to say that was for me, that was what was my goal to be. I'm like, man, like this dude went through this. Or even we're talking about just being from the Chicago, being from the South Side, yeah. experiencing those things. You talk yeah. about all that stuff that happened happened to you, and you like forgot about it, or it was so mind blowing to you that it still affects you to this day. You know mm-hmm. that happens everywhere too yeah and again just noticing different people from different areas like you mentioned cleveland like, i know kids from cleveland mm-hmm. like, oh it's the same story there like oh really bro like mm-hmm. it's the same story over here it's the same <laughs> story. right and it's just it's it's interesting to see people do well and like you like you said you were doing something totally different and you decided okay i'm gonna go volunteer uh, and I'm yeah humbled by this experience or mm-hmm. i'm gonna pursue music and I want to continue to do even though all this stuff happening I want to continue to produce uh, produce what, uh, what is everybody saying uh, c- create content yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean I, I, yeah it's so I was just I literally was just having this conversation with somebody in the car about like like I had a friend who was like oh like yeah you like you know what's going on with you like what you doing I'm like you know like you know towards music and I'm like oh I had like a band rehearsal yesterday like I'm going to this podcast thing today like oh you making moves or like you know you right. stuff. oh man I made it into Demetrius right I'm like I'm kind of like I'm, I'm like yeah but at the same time like I don't like I'm like this is something that I have to do like I have to do it so it's like I don't really see it as that like I'm like okay you're a musician you should be like making lots of music. You're a painter, you should be painting lots of pictures. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that you do, like you just need to do a lot of it. Not for the sake for someone else, but because it's your passion. Yeah, because I, you like it. And you know? I, I also interviewed a guy, a photographer, mm-hmm. Andrew Thomas, and he was doing a lot of different things. And he told me like one day I remember he told me this. He told me this a long time ago, before I even got into comedy. He said, man, if you're going to write, you should write every single day. If, if you go write songs, you should mm-hmm. be trying to write a song every single day. You should hey, be like, yeah. putting in that type of effort into what you do. It's like, what, what is the process like for you? Not only just processing the feelings and the ideas of everything that mm-hmm. you want to put out, but what is your writing process? If you want to put that out there, you yeah. know? <laughs> it come, I, I would say I'm open to it coming in very different forms. I'm, uh, I, I, like in college, they taught us, they, they harped a lot on like collaboration, mm-hmm. working with people, being communicative, like, you know, all of that stuff um, plays into like how I write music. So sometimes it'll start off, um, I'll just be uh, singing a melody. Like that's how I used to be. Like walking around Chicago, like it's such a inspiring city with like, the you know the architecture everything like that so walking around here as a kid downtown I would be taking my cell phone out I'd hit that voice memo record walking across the street like you know what I'm saying like singing into it like doing some kind of rhythm thing and I would show friends I'd be like yo Teddy what you think about this yo like 
bro, like, well, what you think, you know? Or I would just start keeping it for myself. It started being like a little personal journal, you know? And um, then I would meet people who, you know, wanted to take my ideas off the page, so to speak, and help me. Teddy was one of the first people to ever be like, yo, let's try to work on something from scratch with you, you know? Um, having a little knowledge of piano and guitar helps me kind of like make my way too, so I may start there. Um, but yeah, I feel like if I, I, I feel like I can make like a diagram and it would be like seven different ways that you can start out doing it. And then they, you know what I mean? You can walk through each process, like what that's like. And I'm open to all of them because you just never know how it's going to hit you. Like yesterday I was working with a band for the, I'm working with a band for the very first time. Like all people who I've known at various points in my life, but now they are just coming together. Like just hit me up. Like, yo, we rock with the music. We want to like help with this. And being in the room, they were looking at me to be like, yo, like, so what ideas do you want to, how, right. how do you want us to play this? Right. And I'm like, okay, so this is my idea, but also, what do you have? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm open to, like, I'm not, like, a person who's going to fully yeah, take control. Like, yeah, 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 I got to be like this. <laughs> Some moments, yes. And I'll be like, okay, y'all, like, I probably, like, I, I was envisioning just, like, not having any instruments right here. Or, like, right. very little soft playing, you know, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I just try to stay open. Yeah, but I feel like, to me, your sound is has me knowing you and like your sound and I'm like, okay, well, I'm used to seeing him seeing like chorus music or classical, yeah. different things like this. I don't know, it's R&B, okay. Then you see, you see gospel, do you see, you know, just yeah. like, what, how is it, you know, delving into all these different types, being in a way brought up on all these different types yeah. of music and then finding your own sound? It's kind of, it's, it's kind of crazy. Like, I feel like I have like musical Tourette's or something like that. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like you start off, in, you know, in church and then it went to classical. Yeah. For like a really long time and studying opera and music. But I feel like, you know I me, mean? all, all of these forms of music, like they are, they start off like a lot of times I feel like with the black experience, you know what I mean? Hymns and, you know, stuff like that. So it's like, I'm really... I feel really um, moved when, like, when I'm doing like, like soul, soulful right. things. Like, I would describe my sound, no matter what I do, as kind of like a deep soul, because mm-hmm. um, I'm always trying to connect with like the part of self, or you know, I don't, I don't be, be vulnerable, like open myself up. You right. know, it's always like a competition with myself to be vulnerable. Mm. You know. So I'm always like, okay, yeah, like, I can't say that. Yes, you can. Just say put it. Out there. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> put it out there. Like, you know, and uh, it just made, it, it made me think about, um, so my friend uh, Fatima, who is a uh, no-name, she's a okay. dope rapper. She literally, I was literally just listening to her podcast, and she said this a few times, how she has a obsession with um, being vulnerable mm-hmm. and, like, being like, hey, like, the more vulnerable I get in my art, the more that like it will be received or the, the, the better job I'm doing at it right. which is not necessarily true but I think it would probably you know, open up people more to taking in what you're saying and like like it, exactly. it might be better for music because you can put that out there and if people can listen yep. to it and they can digest it any way yep. they want to if this, if it's talking about being vulnerable that person can be vulnerable yep. alone in their yeah. head and it has yeah. listening to the you know you know like that that's or, what I always 
I have always like since I start since I wrote my first EP, always come from that place. It's I always write music from the vulnerable place. Like I've never not said anything like or like tried to be secretive, I guess, in what I was writing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think like I said, bro, listening to a few of the songs that you put out and it's like like you said, that soul sound, that R and B feel is yeah. it's like do it, just go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you got so many different influences in something and, and but like that's what music is today. And even yeah. if you mentioned like no name, it's like Yeah. For her it's almost like to me, taking her music is almost like stream of consciousness. It's like she's yeah. actually thinking about different yeah. things and then actually like you said, that's in the way that's being vulnerable. Whatever you're thinking, you just say that and you put it out there. Like, exactly. And it's to a beat, it's to a rhythm. You can like I said, take it in and everything, but I feel like you did that on one of the songs. It's been so long since I listened to it, and then yeah. we did just kind of hit each other up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I had no time to look up no more music and go through it again. But uh, the project that you're working on now, where did that come from? Is is that just a new idea? It's kind of like, it's kind of weird, because it's like I'm like, I'm painting this story of like, of, of me as I'm growing, but I'm only painting it as fast as like life is allowing me to paint it. Wow. So I have an you know so I have ideas, but right now I do think I'm at the direction stage in my life. Like I am trying to steer this ship, you know, in a in a in a way that will allow me to be like healthy and happy in life. You know, truly stepping into being an entrepreneur and like being like I am a musician um, and I'm an artist, but now also like. Um, you know, obviously there's the business monetize side to that. I have to monetize myself and like be okay with that. Like I used to be like, no, I'm not like pimping myself out. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, yeah, like honestly, I I don't know if I, I, I need to, everybody should be able to get paid for like what they do and you should be okay with that. Like it's, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And so like, I used to beat myself up about that, but now it's like, I had to switch, you know, my thinking. Yeah, yeah. I switched my thinking around. I'm like, listen, like, this is going to make you happy and healthy. That's why you do it. And the added bonus is that money comes along with it. Like, that's great. You get paid for what you love to do. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, what I mean, that's not a crime. So, and even going back to what you said earlier, that's that reality of that dream. You know, that's that realization of that dream and actually being a part of it. And for me. Just looking at you guys, and I keep saying you guys, I keep saying y'all, because I don't, I want y'all to realize I'm gonna have all these kids that I'm talking about. I mean, y'all not kids no more, but all these adults that I've watched grow up um, and do what they want to do, mm-hmm. and really get to that point where that dream to have music a part of your life for however long you want to do it, yeah. or however long you want to create the content, however long yeah. you want to be creative, you know. For so many years, um, that's amazing. This is literally like watching somebody say, "Okay, well, I watched this kid play sports and do this." You know, I watched this kid play violin. It could be anything. And seeing you grow up and to the man that you are today, bro, and really just jump into music head first and it really be a part of your life, like that's inspiring to me, bro. Like, that's really cool. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And to hear you talk about what you're doing and how enthusiastic you are about it, bro. You know, I 
I never really, you know, be, being the oldest of like of my of my siblings, mm-hmm. like you know, there's like a certain amount of pressure that you get when you're the oldest to kind of like do things, and you may have you may choose something else that you know what I mean. Like like I I wanted to like I studied theater in college, but I wanted to um, initially I wanted to study music education, like I wanted to teach, mm-hmm. and I kind of shut myself away from that. Like I didn't do it. I was like. You know, making other decisions based off of, like, other people in my life. You wow. know what I'm saying? So, I I kind of just want to, like, I don't want to, you know, be this thing. So, people are like, oh, yeah, like, what did, you know, Debbie, what did you do? Tell me, like, teach me, you know. I want to do it through, uh, you know, like, through example. Like, you know what I mean? You don't have to do exactly what I did. Like, do it, you know, because you have your own path. However, the like vulnerability that I that I try to bring each day to like whatever I'm doing mm-hmm. that is what I hope like people take away and like they bring into their own lives and passion and like um yeah like self love like just like all of that stuff like I hope those are the things they take away and not hold me too much to like the choice you know what I mean like I mean but when you talk about being creative and putting out that vulnerability like what aspects are you are you looking for people to identify with you and your black experience because i think um, that's where we kind of are right now a lot yeah. of young uh black uh creatives are really just having the opportunity to share that vulnerability having yeah. the opportunity to share those experiences and it's whether people want to identify with them or not, you know. <laughs> I, th- I think it's dope. I, I think that, like, yeah, I, I can only write from my experience. Like, I can only, I mean, yeah, like, I, I, I like writing, like, like fiction. Um, and that's fun sometimes. But a lot of times I don't really write in, the, in fiction. I write real stories, you know what I mean? The real people are affected, you know. And, um, uh it's cool when I see somebody who's like, like a young black gay guy who like, yo, I don't know how to like navigate or something like that. Like that's very inspiring to me because I'm like, hey, like I've been where you are, mm-hmm. and you know you will be okay. You need to get the right people around you. You need to hang around. You need to find your uh, your tribe of people. You know. So yeah, I mean, I I just can. I'm gonna continue to write from like my experience, and then like. There's people who don't look like me, who are more privileged to have reached out to me and been like, yo, this song made me think of this. Or like, you know, and for them to draw their own conclusions from like whatever it is that I may mm-hmm. be facing is really cool too. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for like all the like people who look like me to like get this because they'll really feel it in right. a different way. But I'm open to everyone like I you know and that's yeah. the thing too is like even being a comic like most people's like okay well who's your influences for this who's your influences for that it's like uh, I, I don't really so much have influences that way mm-hmm. uh, but I really want to identify with that intersectionality of life of who mm-hmm. I am like you mm-hmm. said, mm-hmm. your experience in life and in mm-hmm. me, you give up straight black male or yeah. you know, gay black male, mm-hmm. even though had the same fucking situations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and yeah. we try so hard to kind of differentiate from each other and, and like it's not really <laughs> At the end, yeah, I mean like it's like yeah, yeah, I, t- I totally understand what you're saying. I mean like 
and and uh, yeah, you have to find a way to figure out what your like what, what are my intersectionalities like. Mm-hmm. Where, where, what where, if you look like a Venn diagram, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, black, do you talk about sexuality? Do you talk yeah. about, you even go political, you go yeah. religious, you know, yeah. you're going to have these different things that you kind of, everybody crosses, you cross, we're intersectional with one another. And yeah. we can have these ideas, and we do have these ideas, we have these thoughts, we have these experiences, we have these feelings and everything like that, but... To be creative and put it out there is that's brave as hell to me. (laughs) And I feel like more people, I feel like more people will be inspired to do that as we keep having these conversations. Mm -hmm. Some people don't even, you know what I mean? Not no no shade or anything like that, but it's like they don't understand like what this stuff is because they're still dealing with like other like things that life throw at them. So they're not thinking about like what are my intersectionalities like in how, life? How, how, how do I like this person? How right? How, how do I navigate? You know what I mean? Stuff like that. So I totally like like I get that, but I feel like once you do do that, like that's doing the inner work, right? Mm-hmm. So then you understand how to like move around other people, how to uh, stand in your own power, your confidence of your gifts and your abilities without. It taking away anything from the next person. person. And I think that's what you do with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's where we are. We talk about different things and and how these experiences affect you. Like like the Nipsey Hustle Pass. Mm -hmm. Rest in peace, Nipsey. Um, To not, to have people not be involved in hip hop culture. Share feelings. Kind of, yeah. And like, it seems like they genuinely felt some kind of way yeah. about it, you know, yeah. or like that, it's like, like, man, like this really happened, you know, like, I think that to me is, that shows you that maybe we are becoming more vulnerable. Maybe there were barriers up at some point in time and now they are falling down. But, mm-hmm. you know, not saying that everything's going to change overnight or anything like that, but like that situation made me feel like, man, like people really... That was a, that was that was very tough. Right, and yeah. to see so many people be open to sharing how they feel about this, mm-hmm. I think goes to show you that maybe that vulnerability is a theme that is going on, which it may be. But I don't really want to get into the whole. But, I feel, but, I, but yeah, I, I feel you on that. I, I think it's going in a good direction. Mm-hmm. People. Um, one thing I usually ask each guest is, you know, who are the influences? What influences them? What music? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are they reading? Different things like that. Uh, what, yeah. For you, and it sounds like you say everything is coming introspectively out of you, but yeah. right now. I, I would say I'm listening to, like, a lot of cool, like, artists nowadays, like, music. Um, like, I'm really inspired by um, one of my biggest influences is uh, Leanne Le Havis, mm-hmm. and she's this, like, singer from the UK she's got this like she plays guitar she's got this really soulful voice and her lyricism is like it's pretty amazing it's like she I don't know if she really understands emotion and she just the way she writes is incredible so I look up to her a lot um, finding like new singers every day like I just found this dude named Rum Gold Mm -hmm. who does a lot of like he's got like a little D'Angelo vibe and also like a little bit of Leanne Le because that's one of his uh, biggest inspirations the the whole thing too is just having those influences and like finding you in them Uh how is that as an artist finding them okay so I mean I already told you Leanne Le 
Rum Gold. Uh, uh, huh? You said Rum Gold? Or? Uh, Rum Gold. Okay. Um, uh, Frank Ocean right. um, is a really big inspiration for me because he's a black gay man mm-hmm. and he openly talks about his emotions in the deepest of ways. It's so crazy. And not only that, like his, the actual music behind it mm-hmm. is very, uh, uh, it's very intentional. Like, it's like, you know that he's going to be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, like at fifteen seconds, like I need, I, I need this effect. Yeah. I need you to, you know what I mean, to do whatever it is, and and I feel that every time, like it's very, it's like a visceral kind of a thing. Anytime I'm listening to any of his music, mm-hmm. so yeah, I try to bring those elements that I like from other people's music into my own. Mm-hmm. Like I try to bring the vulnerability. I try to bring the story. Like I'm, I, it's hard for me to write without having a story in my mind you know yeah that, that's, that's kind of like <laughs> as far I'm trying to think about other things like I love documentaries mm-hmm. like um, I've been uh, I love podcasts I've been getting into Dissect which is this podcast on well it's in the Apple store it's called Dissect and they take an album mm-hmm. and they'll break it all the way down so right now I'm listening to the Lauren Hill uh, Mis- Miseducation of Lauren Hill breakdown so he's going song by song like even like big moments and be like okay right here this sample is from this place or like she came up with this lyric because of this you know so yeah it's, it's pretty crazy they have one for like Kanye they have one for uh, for his uh, My Beautiful Twisted Dark Fantasy right. and uh, for uh, Lauryn Hill and then they have Frank Ocean's uh, Blonde and Channel Orange albums on there too so like, check those out. it's pretty dope man it's very it's very inspiring to hear him like talk about that so yeah another thing I ask each guest you can tell somebody starting out anything creative it could be you could be a damn carpenter you could be uh, writing you could be I don't know dance you know anything mm-hmm. like that um, three things you would tell them just starting out I would tell you I would tell somebody just starting out to 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 be a to to really like get a, get a list going of like your influences right mm-hmm. get a playlist going like put those put those people on there listen to them every day you know what I mean um, and then also like be careful when it comes to um, sharing like what you're working on at various stages like so to as to keep you excited about what you're doing so you're not like so discouraged mm-hmm. you know because well, I think a lot of times it, it can be like that even with like open mics like doing yeah. like reads, it, or even like you said if you write a song you write a poem you go up and like the audience reaction could probably deter you from pursuing yeah, that idea yeah. even more and also too like I remember like when I was first writing songs I would like write two lines and then go show somebody and I would be like, you want that feedback? They, right, and they, I wanted that instant feedback, right? And then they'd be like, mm, so I don't know because I would put this word over here, right? And I would just get discouraged at the time when it's like, finish your idea first, bring it to, bring as much as you can, bring a fully realized idea to the table with whatever resources you can. If you gotta bang on some pots, <laughs> if you gotta set your voicemail, you ain't got no studio, if you ain't gotta, you know what I'm saying? That is, that is probably, that I would say that's the best advice that I've ever gotten. And Teddy told me that mm-hmm. one day, cause I would sing stuff to him and he'd be like, 
what is the rhythm? Like, why are you saying, like, I don't understand, like, how are you feeling this? Like, is it like, you know, you know, what's the time signature? And I'm just like, I don't know. He's like, literally, like, pat it out, like, on your body or something like that. Or snap it, you know, because that's got to be more like what you want, you know. So it's almost like that practice how you perform kind of a thing. Give it all as much as you can and then hand it over or to whoever. To take a look. You know what I mean? <laughs> to take a look at it or to be like, yo, can you embellish or, like, add to what I have? They'll be more willing to help you if you have a clear idea of what you want. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Third thing. I think mm-hmm. you said two. What was that the last thing? I, I would say self-care. Like, listen listen to your body. It's hard sometimes. Especially when you have ideas and, like, you're a creative person. Like, all times of night, it's like you never stop working, really. Or turning your brain off. But realize kind of, like, what, you know you not turning your brain off for three days is gonna do to you in the long run. You know what I mean? Like, it might be fine right then and there, but then maybe, like, a week later, like, you You will have... You got a show coming up, you kind of zapped out, you don't have any more energy left or something like that, so... Just being aware of it. It's It's a delicate dance, but... Choosing yourself, some you know what I mean, and that be like, oh, I'm gonna actually skip out on this. And like, yeah, I think on. that was one thing that I discussed too in the last episode was talking to a comic. Is like sometimes it's just like you know, I might have a show coming up. I might think I don't have everything that I have going like I memorized mm-hmm. or you know, but I do need to just chill the fuck out. <laughs> Just relax a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I do need to drink some water right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, another thing that I ask these guys too is, where are you at right now on the Kanye West confidence level? And that goes oh, okay. It's a it's a it's like a scale. Okay. It goes from it was yay. Okay. To college dropout, but everybody's been saying like college dropout seemed like that was when yay was like on top mm-hmm. of his game. That was like the best Kanye, you know. So now it's Kanye West at college dropout number one. All the way to Ye. All the way to Ye. Which which Kanye? Where are you at on the discography of the Kanye? Oh, wow. Okay, I feel like I can talk on this a little bit more because... Everybody does. That's the cool thing about this. (laughs) But only recently did I, like, start getting into, like, the order of, like, when he released what. Because I just would, like, not really listen to full albums all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like... what, What was after the, like... I feel like I'm in the my beautiful twisted dark fantasy phase of my life because 808s and Heartbreak like I really liked that album a lot and I feel like I felt a lot I don't know I I, yeah. I, I would say I, I might be in be- I, I could be in between the 808s and the my beautiful twisted, twisted dark fantasy because there is like a sense of um, you know what I mean like of, of deep emotion in the um the, the ones where he's singing, like the 808s. Mm-hmm. But then when he gets to My Beautiful Twisted Dark Fantasy, <laughs> he is sounds. really taking the... <laughs> he's taking his music by the, you know what I mean, by the horns and just being like, I want this to be amazing. Like, I want a complete wall of sound. Like, sonically, it was really on another level. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like with direction, with the next thing that I'm putting out, I'm really going to be tapping into my emotion. I'm really going to be, like, getting vulnerable. Um, lots of themes of like uh, what it is to be masculine and what it means to be like toxic and masculine mm-hmm. and um, so I'm going to be really tackling those themes 
and uh, while still working on the music, but I think that my following project and everything else after that, like I'm gonna be really fully into my like my beautiful twisted dark fantasy like Kanye phase. Right. So that's what I kind of would say. All right, man. That was dope. I like I appreciate that as like a little tidbit because everybody, I I, I appreciate seeing where everyone's gonna go with that question. Yeah. Sometimes it gets to the point where it's like, it kind of is, don't even say what they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tried to answer the question because I'm like, you know, we know like, it's a lot of stuff with Kanye, you know what I mean? But, but you I know th- what I mean? I think the one thing is that um, everybody really identifies with the fact that yeah, it's just being yay. Yeah, like that's who it is. And I mean, and to even go on with the theme of this conversation, when you talk about that vulnerability, mm-hmm. when you talk about that idea, maybe this is what we're seeing from him. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is vulnerability. Yeah. Maybe, you know, um, and even just having the conversations about it and saying, okay, well, I think right now, for me, I am very much so in that same idea. It's like it's going through a change in life and not so much about who the person I'm going to be, but do I need to, am I getting all these feelings and emotions out like we talked about? Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, uh, with that, it always heartbreaks to me. It's a common theme because it's one of those albums where I was like, man, I don't really know if I like this album, but I do like this yeah. album. Because <laughs> you can like feel his emotion through like every every track. Mm-hmm. And then I think he wrote it for his mom or like that was like the time. Like you said, my what beautiful dark twisted nightmare was something that was so different, it visually too, and that was one of the very first times we saw that impact of, you know, like you hadn't seen that since you've seen like Thriller and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. where people were putting together things like that. But you did see it in the '90s coming up, and then maybe early 2000s where. Maybe guys like or groups like Outcast, yeah, yeah. We're, we're putting that that much effort into the visualization of the song, mm-hmm. and we don't even do. I mean, we got videos on YouTube like that, but I remember being a shorty watching that stuff on like MTV in the box yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> he he really did change it, man. I'm just thinking about the album, and it was I didn't even realize how great it was like at the time until. I listened to that podcast and they kind of like broke it Went down. Went through everything. Like, wow. I'm, I'm going to check it out, man. Yeah, for sure. But um, I appreciate you being on the yes. show. I appreciate you taking your time because you could have said no. You could have just been no, like, no, man, always. <laughs> I'm definitely going to support it. And like, this is where this library is where I started, wow. like, in a way. I did not know that. I yeah, just... on the first floor. Like, we would come here, we would, we would do Gallery 37. We worked. Um, so you do work with gallery. I yep. work with gallery. Like, so I so work at gallery from eight to like three thirty or four o'clock. Go to we would go to McDonald's. We would sit in there for about two hours, mm-hmm. and then we come over here for open mic. That's where I met like Fatima. That's where um, I met uh, uh, like a couple of people who work with Chance now. Like mm-hmm. a ton of musicians, like Jasmine Barber. Like it's tons of people. Like everybody was there in this room, and it's so amazing to see. Wow. Like what those people who are they're like yes, like that's it. I want to do this. <laughs> Where they are it. now, like yeah. they're doing it. They're really doing it. It's more than just a dream. It is becoming reality. like reality, and so. 
Yeah, this is yeah, it's dope. I'm I'm happy that I was able to like we were able to like coordinate and everything. So. No, like I said, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yes, Thank sir. You. guys that was this week's episode of intro podcast thank you again for checking it out make sure that you go to instagram and twitter follow the page at it's your world pod underscore make sure you also find us on facebook it's your world podcast like the page share it tell a friend about it if you think you know someone that you want to hear on the show let me know dm me uh ig me whatever you know whatever the kids are saying these days also um Make sure you also email me at yourworldpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you think about the show, guys. Subscribe and review. And yeah, all the good stuff. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Hope to hear from you next week.